Hi, this is Paul. Welcome to 104 Lord. If you enjoy this episode, please feel free to share it on Facebook. And don't forget to subscribe so that you'll get notified of future episodes. Thanks again and enjoy 104 Lord. Hey everybody, it's Paul with 104 Lord. And tonight I'm in Clinton, Tennessee, which is just a little while outside of Knoxville, Tennessee, up in, uh, I guess you'd say, northeastern Tennessee. Um, and tonight, I just want to talk about the upcoming election, because I think all of us have been a little stressed out about it, and, uh, you know, I'm no exception, I'll be honest with you, you know, let's just be real for a minute, um, because it does matter, um, it does matter who the president of the United States is, and for obvious reasons. Um, but ultimately, we need to remember that no matter who the president is, God is on his throne. And, um, you know, if you look throughout history, when the church has thrived, and been strong it's usually not when things are easily when things are easy it's usually when things are hard um, it's usually when there's persecution and while I'll be the first to say I am not wanting persecution I'm just saying you know no matter you know the Bible says in Romans uh, I think it's chapter 6 it says and we know that all things work together for good to them who are the called who wait who, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God to them who are the called according to his purpose yeah that's in Romans 6 um, so that's the that's the kind of the, the perspective that I'm trying to keep on this whole thing because if not, then we fall into really getting stressed out about it, and I don't believe that's God's will for us. Um, you know, we can't let this disturb our peace, because if we do, then that means that we're not, our eyes are not on God if we're, if we're letting this thing rob us of our peace. Because the Bible says, that will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusted thee. So if we're not peaceful, uh, you know, we have to st step back and say, okay, who am I putting my trust in, right? Um, so, you know, we, we certainly have our preference and we certainly advocate for uh, the person that we believe would be the the best uh, person for having as president of the United States, uh, someone who's going to defend life, uh, someone who is going to um, not have a, a tyrannical type of presidency and, and uh, not in, infringe upon religious liberty and things like that. But, you know, ultimately, friends, we just got to put it in God's hands. Um, you know, so that's the way I'm, I'm looking at this. 
no matter what happens, as 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 awful as the alternative could be, I mean, really, it's got to be a win-win for us. Because if times are good, that's a win. If times are bad, because our trust is in God, it's still a win. You know? Um, you know, Jesus said, he was talking about the man who hears these sayings of his and does them is like a man who built his house upon a rock. And the rains descended and the winds blew, and it did not fall because it was founded on a rock. And so rain or shine, that's what we have to remember. Um, you know, we might be in tumultuous times, but, you know, when, when Jesus was on the boat with his disciples and there a storm came up, they went, to, Jesus was asleep. He was in the back of the boat just out. He was sleeping. Um, and the disciples were definitely not asleep. They were quite afraid. And they came to him and said, Master, don't you care that we're going to die? We're going to perish? And just picture the scene. You know, Jesus is just laying there having a nice good, catching a nice good uh, eight hours or however many hours. And he's just sleeping away. And they come wake him up. Hey, Jesus, we're all going to die. And, you know, try to, I know it sounds crazy, but try to put yourself in Jesus' shoes for a minute. Because Jesus was not worried, right? Jesus was, Jesus knew the purpose that God, that the Father had put him on this earth for. And he knew it was not possible for that boat to sink and them to drown. He knew that was not possible right um and so he went to sleep right and he was able to sleep because he knew that god's plan was going was going to come to pass so he didn't worry about it um and so you have to imagine maybe he was even a little annoyed that the disciples it's like really guys really you're really, you're really worried that we're going to sink and we're all going to drown. Seriously? It's like, have you not been paying attention? Right? Um, and that's just a little poetic license, I guess you would say, on my part. But, you know, we need to learn to be like Jesus and be asleep in the back of the boat. Because, you know, sure, you can boat and, you know, it's, it's fine to, to put out truth and, and, and the facts of the situation. And if you know me on Facebook, you know I do that. Um, but man, I'll, when it really comes down to it, just go lay down in the back of the boat because Jesus has got this. No matter how, what the outcome is, you know, um, I mean, even if even if the the worst possible outcome, you know, the we get the wrong one, and it turns into just this horrible persecutor of Christians, and even if he kills us, right? So what? So what? Right? 
if you had eternal life and you die, your next thought is the resurrection. Your next waking moment is the resurrection anyway, right? And, uh, you know, let's be honest. This is this world is not the most fun place to live, right? Paul said, for me to, to live as Christ and to die as gain. Um, so, and, and, and here's the other thing. We've got to be, we got to guard against, you know, the, the, when Jesus gave the parable of the sower, the seed that fell among thorns, the thorns represent, one of the things that Jesus said it represented was the care of this world, right? And the care of this world caused that good seed to be unfruitful in that soil. And we have to beware not to let the care of this world, such as the political climate, uh, overwhelm us to the point where we cease to be fruitful, where we're so obsessed with the here and now or the political situation that we cease being focused on God's kingdom and sowing the gospel and and doing whatever it is that he has for us because you know people say everything's changed but you know really nothing's changed because God is still God his word is, is still true just like it was 20 years ago and he still wants us to be fruitful for his kingdom he still wants us to be in prayer and love people and minister the gospel. He still wants us to learn to be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. And he's still, Jesus is still our good shepherd. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Right? Um, so, it may seem like everything in the last 20 years has changed, but in reality, nothing has changed. The Bible says, you know, in Ecclesiastes, it says there's no new thing under the sun. It's not like, it's not like stuff like this didn't happen a thousand years ago or 2,000 years ago. It's the same devil, the same demonic spirits in the world, the same kind of corruption. It's, you know, it's nothing new. And Jesus is the same Jesus. And he loves you just as much as when he first saved you. And when he first called you. And when he first held your hand through the first storms that he walked you through. And, and, and protected you. And he's still the same Jesus. Okay. So that's what we need to remember. He hasn't changed. So we don't need to worry. So that's what I got for tonight. Not very uh, formal but or in-depth or anything like that. Just pretty simple. But just some thoughts. Just some things I've been thinking about. And, and uh, look... I'm not sitting on uh, 
the holier than thou throne. Um, you know, I've I've had my share of anxious thoughts, just as well as anybody. Okay, uh, I'm just your brother, and I'm just saying, okay, this is what I feel like God's reminding me of to help me to stay peaceful through all of this. So. God bless, grace and peace to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Thanks for listening to 104 Lord. Now, if you want to have your faith inspired, listen to How God Answered My Seven Point Prayer. That is a prayer that God answered that had seven very specific details to it. And I think you're just going to be blown away by God's love and his willingness to take care of our every need. And then listen to five keys to answered prayer to help you to learn principles from the word of God on how to see answered prayer in your life like that. Now, please help spread the word by telling others about 10-4 Lord. Remember to subscribe. And as always, please email me with questions and testimonials. I'd love to hear about your testimonials of answered prayer. And then uh, the email address for that is 104lord at gmail.com. That's the word spelled out, T-E-N-F-O-U-R-L-O-R-D at gmail.com. That's T-E-N-F-O-U-R-L-O-R-D at gmail.com. Thanks, God bless, grace, and peace to you in the name of Jesus Christ. This is Paul with 104 Lord, and if you enjoy the show and if it's a blessing to you, and you'd like to support it, just go ahead and click on that support tab. And if you'd like to have your faith encouraged, go and listen to the episode called How God Answered My Seven Point Prayer. And uh, I think you'll be amazed at how good God is in spite of how foolish we are. So uh, again, that's How God Answered My Seven Point Prayer that episode and that's a prayer that had seven specific details that God answered every single one so and again as always grace and peace to you in the name of Jesus Christ